Mal, do you know what coffee I've been enjoying a lot lately? No, which one? I have been enjoying free lunch coffees, medium dark roast blend. Ooh, me too. You know what I love most about their coffee, besides the rich flavor, is their mission to end hunger for underprivileged children. Each purchase from their store provides 10 meals to children in South Africa. If you want to enjoy this gourmet coffee that is fair trade and certified organic that also fights to end child hunger, go to their website, freelunchcoffee.com. And when you check out, use promo code THOSEOTHERGIRLS10. And let's end world hunger by doing what we do best, starting each morning with a cup of coffee. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. everyone you're listening to those other girls with Mallory and friends I'm Mallory I'm Victoria and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values okay so today we have a um great guest with us um her name is Sarah Reedy Jones and I'm just gonna have her tell you guys who she is and why she's so important and why we have her on today so I guess give us your title and everything from there. Yeah, so I'm I'm important because of amazing <laughs> Republicans that come to the table and join me. But um, I am Sarah Reedy Jones. I am currently the vice chair of the Mecklenburg County Republican Party, and I'm actually running for chairman of the Mecklenburg County Republican Party. But just a little bit about me: I started getting involved when I was 17 years old. I was, you know, I came out of the womb a wee Republican. I've always been a <laughs> lifelong Republican. Uh, I tried to start a teenager. Republicans club at my high school in very red Oklahoma and was turned down and so I just started showing up at my local county parties and I was like how do I get involved I want to help I remember my first event was blowing up balloons at a park for an event and I just has started kind of working my way I was involved in college Republicans young Republicans I was the state chair of the young Republicans I moved to Greensboro North Carolina and started the Guilford County young Republicans from a whole nother state Um, and became the vice chair actually the Guilford County Republican Party when I was I think 30 or 31 years old and then um, I've moved to Charlotte where now I'm the vice chair of the Mecklenburg County Republican Party so I mean I have uh, 23 years I've been doing this Um, I love it I I truly bleed red white and blue I love and I believe in the Republican Party but um, the main reason I'm running for chairman and why I want so many people to get involved is Uh, Mecklenburg, we know, is very blue. Um, Mm -hmm. When I announced on Thursday the numbers, it was something like 163,450 Republicans in Mecklenburg County, which was about 21% um, registered Republicans. So it's very blue. But the good news is, imagine if we fill all 163,450 of those seats of Republicans that are active in the party. Um, My favorite quote always is um, former Congresswoman Shirley Chisholm, who says, you know, if you don't have a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. And I truly believe in that. 
I love yeah. it. That's how I, I feel for everything. I mean, I did that as a 17 year old. They didn't have a role for me. So I was like, okay, well, here's my chair. Like I'm going to be involved whether you want it or not. And that's what I've kind of done everywhere. And if we, if we actually did that and brought 163,450, give or take Republicans to that table, imagine the impact that we could have in a place like Mecklenburg County that used to be red. So that's really important to get the word out. And another, yeah, but another main thing is the transparency that I'll talk to you a little bit about, but um, people think you have to be invited to the table, that you have to be asked that, you know, there's a pecking order to be on the board of a county party or, or to do anything. And that's farthest from the truth. And so I'm trying to make it a little bit easier for people to get involved. Yeah, I love that. Um, everything you said, like ten, 10 snaps, 100%. Um, so when you said you brought, you created a position, what gave you that oomph to do that? What was it that you had that other people don't have? I just think that I, I've always been outspoken. I've never been afraid. I went to college in Washington, D.C. I was in the heart of the swamp before it was cool to call it the swamp. Um, <laughs> you know, I was on a very liberal campus. But I've just always known that if, especially as a, as a female, as a younger female, um, mm-hmm. I'm not younger now. I turned 40 this past year. So I'm officially aging out of the young Republican. You're still a young Republican a until yes. the 30, 364th day of being That's right. 40. I, I think I have about <laughs> six more months of eligibility and they're getting my dues from me for this year. But, um, you know, I just, I... I've never said uh, taken no for an answer. And I've always found that if you just go and you contribute and you show up and you're a workhorse and you want to be involved, they will find a place for you. Um, And true leadership, they find talent and they work it and they build a farm team and they mentor. I started a mentorship program here in in Mecklenburg between the college Republican chapters. COVID has kind of um, stopped that a little bit, but we're hoping to get things back to normal. But um, many may know Sasha Duncan over at the state party, Mm, who's the digital director. Um, She was our first intern, our first mentor. I took her on because we had a similar career path and now she's doing amazing things at the state party. I mean, um, their digital program was number one in the country for North Carolina for this, for the entire Republican party. And she's 23 years old, I believe. So, uh, you know, I think 30 something of the 52 weeks, they were number one in the country in digital engagement. So I think it's so important. I know the master becomes the, (laughs) the student becomes the master now with Sasha. (laughs) She's kind of schooling me in that department, but, uh, it's so important that we get that farm team built and that we offer our talents and we mentor the next generation of leaders. Cause you know what? I don't, I don't like the phrase the next generation of leaders. Cause you know what? The youngest generation can be current leaders as well. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that. So we're kind of revamping the Guilford YRs, which you said you started originally. (laughs) And part of the things we're looking at doing is having a delegate from each college Republican chapter in Guilford County to sit on our board. We're also going to have a delegate with the TARS. One of theirs will sit on our board, same with um, our Republican women's group and our Republican men's group. So we are kind of working that, I don't want to call it a pipeline. What did you, how did you phrase it, Sarah? Like the farm team. Yeah, the farm team. So like we're starting from, high school to college to young republicans to not young republicans yeah to women's federation to men's federation yeah, to yeah. old republicans as i'm about to be no i i agree completely um i was very lucky that i've kind of always naturally been in that pipeline because i literally did 
the young Republicans, the college Republicans, mm-hmm. sort of the teenage Republicans. You know, I'm I'm very active in the Women's Federation. I was the youth outreach chair. And here's kind of a scary thing. So I was at the National Federation of Republican Women. They had their um, biannual convention. I think it was maybe three years ago and um, three or four years ago. And Kellyanne Conway was actually there before everybody knew her, you know, famously with the White House, but she was doing polls polls there and she was a brilliant pollster. And I just kind of got a girl crush with her. But the one thing she, we did was we had a straw poll for a presidential so this would have been when Trump was the nominee the first time um, in that primary. And they broke it down by demographics. And can you tell me how what percentage was 18 to 25 of the delegates there? Oh, Just probably like guess. less than five, I would assume. Zero percent. Oh, Zero really? percent of the people at the National Convention for Federation of Republican Women. And then from it from like 25 to 40, I think it was like two or three percent. Okay, we gotta change that. And and they had a panel the next time, and it was um, it was actually on a Sunday morning at eight a.m. about increasing youth involvement. And I kind of raised my hand and I said, "Well, here's your number one thing: don't have a panel at eight a.m. on a Sunday morning." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) But it scared me a lot, so I reached out. And again, they didn't know me from Adam, but I reached out and said, "We've got to do something different." So the chair at the time appointed me the youth outreach chair. So I mean, I didn't wait to be asked. I was just like, "This is a problem, and we've got to fix it." So you know, I'm always looking for leaders, especially women that that really want to jump in and, and help tackle the problem of, of us getting of, of the stigma of being a Republican, that it's, uh, you know, that it's not diverse, that it's, you know, the you know, the issues white of men. It. Yeah. 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 And, and we need, and we need talented in, in all categories, but I yeah. mean, just even this weekend, I was lucky that I went up to Raleigh and we had the kickoff North Carolina conservative freedom conference. Mm-hmm. And that was hosted by the North Carolina Black Conservative Voices and Mecklenburg Black Republican Club was there, Frederick Douglass Foundation, um, you know, so it was wonderful to know that um, there is diversity in the party, um, yeah. that we, our values align with so many voters, we just have to be better at selling that and getting more people involved. How yeah. do you, how do we sell it though? Like we can't, the media, call, yeah, the media calls us like racist homophobes um sexist Mm -hmm. party that's the party of the old white man how do we sell it like i mean this was the year of the conservative women and that was not talked about one bit in the media correct yeah i'll say i'm very lucky so for my day job i do media i do public affairs i do um communications consulting but the, the local media in Charlotte has been actually very favorable to us. We have a really good working relationship with the local media. They've given us very positive stories. Sometimes we're afraid to go out and pitch those stories, but sometimes they are looking for coverage. And sometimes it's just a matter of if you're if you have a PR chair on your committee or something, mm-hmm. have them sit down and have coffee with some of these local reporters. There's some reporters you'll just never um curry favor with but you know it's amazing sometimes when you actually get out and talk to them but then we know we have to combat it by you know websites and blogs and things like this podcast and getting the word out Mm -hmm. um but really we know we're right on the issues um we see a democratic party that is skewing so far left that i think we can talk to the average person i know my my husband's uh, family 
they were four or five generations of elected officials in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And they've all walked, yeah, and but they were Democrats. Um, and they all walked away. I mean, just they have left the Democratic Party because they said this isn't the this isn't the party of, you know, my grandfather, my great grandfather, my great great grandfather. So, you know, I think I think the Democrats and just going so far, and we're going to see that within a Biden agenda, a a Harris agenda. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be the best thing to ever happen to us as far as um, people waking up and going, oh, my gosh, you know, um, the main thing right now is getting the word out to everybody to not walk away from the party, not splinter, not do a patriot party. Um, that the Republican Party still espouses your values. You can you can get involved in primaries. You can do whatever you want to do with that. Um, but we know we're right on the issues, and we just got to keep selling that platform and, and our values. Yeah. So two things to what you said. Um, first thing is I definitely agree that we the left has gone so far left that if we can just cater not necessarily cater our message to them but if we can somehow relay the message um victoria and i have talked about this in our personal lives i'm very much the type of person like i know facts don't care about feelings but people care about feelings so we can start to like try to have our message always speak facts but obviously and this is the example i always use you can say for example abortion is murder and then end it like that there's people who i feel like are just so angry they'll say abortion is murder and then they'll end it and your mom hates you and you're never going to get married and it's like Mm -hmm. we don't have to do that that's what the left does that's not something that we have to do um so i think if we could just like you said if we can start to reach out because the left has gone so far left i think under this administration, I mean, on Twitter, at least, I've already seen people say, man, I messed up. I shouldn't have voted for him. I wish I had known this, this, and that. Um, So like you said, and then the second thing I wanted to say is how do we get, so we kind of sort of talked about how to get people from the left. How do we get people not to leave? Because I have some friends that are like gung-ho, I'm done with the GOP. I When is the Patriot Party coming? And I don't want to, like, I don't like to be a, um, conservative Republican gatekeeper that's just I I hate that like if you want to call yourself Republican or conservative that's fine I guess um but I I'm just I don't want people to leave the party because my concern is if we split up the party then the Democrats will win until forever until we can get back together so how do we get those people who are really tired of the GOP how do we get them to want to stay well, it's it's a numbers issue. We know that. I mean, we know in Mecklenburg, we're at about 20% registered Republican. So if we splinter any more than that, we're not effective. Yeah. Um, we have to have everybody together. The reality is that the Democrats are always super united, no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. They always walk yes. out of a room very united. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and what we need to is we, if, if anybody's involved in the party, we need to continue to be shining positive examples. I, I understand the anger. I understand the reasoning for being upset, but the anger doesn't get us anywhere. We have to kind of be more united like the Democrats are. Yeah. Uh, so that that's really important. And, and the other thing is it doesn't help because I, you know, you guys are too young probably, but I remember when Ross Perot split the vote and, um, you know, that brought in Bill Clinton. And frankly, I think the Clintons kind of brought the, the downfall of everything because you started to mm. see, you know, once the Clintons came into office, 
But um, that was where people took, you know, they split off and they voted for Perot and they, you know, it, it doesn't ever gain us anything to split up. Um, the, the way you can get involved and make your voice heard is you get involved in your local party, you work mm-hmm. for the candidates. If there's somebody you don't like, you primary, you know, as a party officer, we can't, we're very neutral in that stuff. It's kind of nice sometimes, so people don't know how I'm thinking. <laughs> um I had a congressman, Congressman Walker was one of my precinct chairmen in Guilford that I, that he, I was technically his boss. It's kind of funny, but um, he had a primary runoff and he had no idea. I came up to him afterwards on that election night and I said, congratulations, congressman elect, you know, I, I voted for you. And he said, I had no idea. And I said, well, then I did my job because (laughs) you didn't know that. Um, But, but in general, you know, there are ways to be involved. This is the time now more than ever don't walk away from the party, get involved in the party where you have more of a say right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's just after what happened at the Capitol, I don't necessarily want to get into it, but after that, that was my biggest concern. I was like, we are going to lose our party. That is like, this is, this is detrimental. So I just hope everybody listening just really wants to get involved. I know that some people some people that listen have reached out to me on like a personal level talking about leaving. And I just, I think if we can, this is the time to get involved and we can make the change. Like, I think, like you said, this could have been, you know, a Biden Harris administration could be the best thing to happen to us. Cause I feel like a lot is going to spark a lot of people. Like I know it sparked me. Like I definitely, I'm trying to be involved in everything possible. So I think if we can just get involved in our own local, and I think that's the other problem too. People are so focused on like the, like the federal level and so focused on who the president is and who you're, um, who's in Congress that we forget about what's going on in our local and what's going on in our state. And that's what really affects us. Yeah. Sarah, I have a question for you. What strategies have been effective to get young people involved in the party? Because you do have an extensive background being in college Republicans, young Republicans, being a young person on the executive board of a local party. What has been some effective strategies in your opinion? Um, obviously, if if we're a little less stale as a party, we, you know, we better engage the social media, we better engage, um, you know, I started an Uptown Charlotte Republican Women Last Club uh, club last year, um, and it's been very popular because our, our membership is fairly young, we're more of young, uh, young working women, because we meet in a rotating area, like a fun brewery or somewhere kind of hip. Um, it's my chance to get out and actually go somewhere hip. I don't really do that otherwise, but, um, you know, so, but it's been very popular because there's a chance from six to 8 PM, they can be home in time. They don't have to sit through a three hour meeting. Um, they network, they have something to eat. They have a cocktail, they're in and out. And so things like that have been very good. Um, just continuing to, to have a diverse group um, out there, having as many activities as possible. You know, you find in, especially in urban areas, there's almost a support group. People just want to be, um, find other like-minded people. And we almost call ourselves Mm -hmm. a support group. So I think the more you do that, um, you know, marketing, you know, data mining, just random things that are, you know, the back end side of the party that, that we're finally starting to do more. But uh, really including young people, just letting them know they have a place at the party, um, giving them that folding chair uh, and hearing from them and listening to them as well has been really helpful for getting more people involved. 
Yeah, that's good advice. That's something we had our first like planning meeting yesterday for the Guilford Young Republicans, and we had three new people come, and they said all their reasoning was, "I just want to find more like-minded people." So, and um, I think Catherine Whiteford, who we all know, and then uh, Larry Sheehan actually came and gave us some advice on what Mecklenburg has done so well to get young Republicans involved. Yeah, I think our generation is really looking for community. I think, um, honestly, 18, the 18 to 40 range in general is just looking for like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And then to add on to it, to have like-minded people who also um, want to do something that don't just want to, you know, sit at home playing video games. I think that really motivates people. Yeah. And I think with COVID too, I think people are trying to find community now more than ever. And so this is definitely something if you guys want to start a younger Republicans chapter or help your younger Republicans chapter grow, this is really the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Everyone listening, like if you are not already, if your city state or whatever doesn't have any type of club like this, start one. And it's really, we'll leave the links to young Republicans, uh, women federations, pro-life futures, just because, you know, that's also my thing. Um, Anything, any other clubs or whatever we could think of, like we can brainstorm afterwards. We'll leave the links in the description because like now is the time to like get involved. Now is the time that we can do something. Yeah. Sarah, what advice do you have? Because we just brought like kind of, we're talking about this. What advice do you have for someone that wants to start a club? Because you started a club. Yeah. Yeah. So actually when I, so I actually started that club in about 10 days. I got it grouped together and I got our charter and I built it. I'm one of those people that when I decide I'm going to do something, then we get it done. Um, boss, but, boss lady. <laughs> you know, they said we need a chapter, and I said, okay, let's get it done. Um, but the one of the things that really worked when I was chair of the Kentucky Young Republicans is um, I grew the club about four hundred percent in the first year um, of members and of total chartered clubs. I went to the counties and the party leadership, and I said. Give me some of your local spitfires. You know who like a good young person is that's involved in the party. Let me know who they are. This is my intention. I want to get a club going. And that's all we did. I mean, we literally, we, we gave them the resources. We helped them talk through charters and like help them, you know, set up a, a location for kickoff events and things like that. But really I went to the party leadership and I said, this is a deficiency that you guys need to have. And, and in Kentucky, it was unique because on the party level they also had a youth officer which was a certain age um, I think was like 18 to 35 but they they had a vote they were a voting member of their their board every every state and every county has a different structure but um so I was like who is your person that can help me with that and so they did they knew or who is somebody that's good on social media you know you need to get them involved in the in the party give them a role um but really just talking to those people identifying existing leaders that we knew of and letting them run and go with it yeah that's, that's good. good advice was there any so i know this is something because we're looking at growing our membership um did you how did you reach people that were not involved in the party because i know one of uh, my membership directors talked about maybe going to like charter school or private school pta meetings going to mm-hmm. like junior league meetings what kind of stuff did you do to reach people that are not involved in the party to get involved um, having, I mean, honestly, having a social media presence is okay, like yeah. a huge thing. 
Um, you know, Instagram, um, I don't even want, I kind of don't want to give away the tools because my women's club has been really successful because of Instagram. <laughs> I, I mean, found a lot of people are doing that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you, I know Morgan with Blexit. I know a bunch of really Wait, awesome Morgan's women. Wait, Morgan's Yes. I met I her this to- weekend. Oh, I love Morgan. Um, I went to college with her and her little brother, Jim, is one of my best friends from school. It is such a small world. <laughs> Y'all there get so involved. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Everybody get involved. You'll know thousands of people that know people that know people. Wow. Anyway, yeah. keep going. But, I mean, honestly, if you if you do that, if you have these events, if you post things on the social media um, and, and look at the emerging social media, we'll never have a TikTok account. I just always, even all the corporations ever mm-hmm. work for, I'm like, no TikTok. I'm just, no. I, I'm too old for that. We're not going to yeah. do that. But I'm I mean, uh, <laughs> but honestly, the social media accounts and then having events and showing it because if people see that you're not only just doing political events or you're doing um, happy hours or you're doing a community service project, um, you know, people say, well, I want to tag along to that. And those are the kinds of things that they might not feel as uncomfortable coming to by themselves. Um, there are a lot more people like if you're like, because, hey, you know, if you're like, hey, we're going to go to a food bank and help out they might say, okay, I'll go by myself. So just letting them know and then being very friendly when they do show up is what another thing, just being engaged, get their contact information, follow up with them. But social media and events, really. Okay, that's good advice. So Mal, I know you wanted to talk to her about the delicate thing. I don't know what any of this is about, so you go (laughs) ahead. Yeah, exactly. So everyone listening, this is going to be super important. And for each county, it's going to be, and each state is going to be different, but it's going to be the overall same. Um, She's going to explain this to you because I tried to explain it to a friend and I could not. So go ahead. (laughs) Well, and and that's what's so interesting. Um, When I talk to uh, candidates or when I talk to people, I've been doing this for so long that it's just natural to me. And even I was, um, this is a great example. I was door knocking with a candidate and his friend one day this summer. And we came across, there was a guy on the street walking that had some sort of, uh, his ball cap said like, you know, Navy veteran or something like that. So I was like, okay, we're going to go talk to him anytime they're like that. Or they have a flag on their front porch. You go and talk to the person. Yep, that's what so we did too. <laughs> yeah. So you're talking to the person. And, you know, me and the friend and, and the, the candidate's friends were talking to the guy and just having a conversation. And the candidate was sitting back going, you know, just kind of talking. And I finally was like, hey, this is so-and-so. He wants to be your next state representative. And they started talking. And then the candidate walked away and he goes, oh, my gosh, I never thought of that. And I thought, that's not good that people, you know, I just didn't realize that people didn't think of that. So, yeah. um, but a good way for people to get involved. So I, I realize that I'm in the weeds. I understand that I can rattle off all these things. I say plan of organization and precincts and this and that, and people eyes glaze over. So the biggest way, and this is the structure, it's going to be the same give or take everywhere with any Republican party, but really the beauty of it is anybody can be involved and have a say. So to be a precinct, so just for Mecklenburg's sake, I'm going to walk through that. Um, any registered Republican can have a say in um, the party platform. That's what you hear of when they say, we believe in, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, they can say, have a say in the resolutions that we vote on saying that we, we're against the Green New Deal or whatever. You know, they have a say in everything, including party leadership, but it really starts at the precinct level. And so precinct organization is where it is literally 
you go and vote and you know it's your precinct. So you're in pre I'm in precinct 223.1 in Mecklenburg County. We have 195 precincts in Mecklenburg County. We're massive. Yeah. But so every neighbor, it's basically these little condensed areas all over the county. So you have your individual precinct. And within that county, you can be a precinct leader. So you can be a precinct chairman, a secretary, whatever you want to do with the precinct. They're the ones that go door to door, that help with voter registration, that welcome new Republicans that have moved into their neighborhood, that have meet and greets. I've had meet and greets for, you know, my neighborhood. Hey, come meet the Republicans on the ballot. So you meet your state representative candidate, your state Senate candidate, your local judge candidate. Um, but that's precinct organization. And that starts on the pre and so any registered Republican can have a say in that. So for example, in Mecklenburg County, ours is on February 6th, our precinct meeting. It's a little different this year because of COVID. We're having to split it up over several sessions, but any registered Republican can show up on February 6th or they turn in a absentee form that clearly says, you know, even if you plan on going, we always say, just go ahead and fill it out. So in Mecklenburg, for example, you'd go to mecgop.com, which is our county website. You get that absentee form um, and you fill it out and it says, I want to be a um, precinct officer. I want to be a delegate to the county convention, to the district convention, to the state convention. Anybody can be a voting member to help pick leadership at the at the local level, the state level, the congressional district level. Um, I've been lucky that I've been an alternate delegate in a, in a delegate, well, sort of, to the Republican National Convention last year because that didn't Ooh. even end up happening, even though yeah. it was you know like 13 <laughs> miles, I think, from my house. But you know, 2020 yeah. is. You know, what are you going to do about 2020? I interned um, there. I don't know if you knew that. I was part okay. of the uh, COA. Yeah. Okay. And I housed one of the interns until he got, he had to move to uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville and then yep. yeah. moved right on back. Yep. They were like, hey, this kid's student housing fell through. And I was like, oh, come stay at my house. My house is jokingly the, the house for wayward interns. So, um, but um, that's, that's really how you get started. I mean, and that's how I got started. That's how I moved my way up to become, and any Republican could work their way up, you know, every four years to be a delegate to the Republican National Convention like I got to do. That would be so but, cool. But that's that's where it starts is the precinct meeting. So you go there and that's where you go and you sit by your precinct. And so you meet other people in your neighborhoods that live near near you and you you form this committee and you do that. But then anybody can go ahead and also be a delegate to their county convention. That's where they elect, you know, the the people that are the 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 vice chair of the county party or or what have you. Um and then you can go to the district convention, which is your congressional district. So for Mecklenburg County, you either, either live in the 9th district, which is Dan Bishop, or you live in the 12th district, Alma Adams. Um, that's a whole set of leadership. And then you can go to the state convention. And those are a lot of fun. I mean, that's where my husband, he hates going to things, but he wanted to go to the state convention. I think it was 2014 because Donald Trump was um, one of the keynotes before, oh. way before he was ever running oh, for president. Wow. So he was very excited to meet President uh, Donald Trump. Um, he he just that was yeah he really thought he was going to meet President Trump. He was very excited, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's where I mean you can you can they have great workshops they have great networking you know you that's you know you see the balloons drop and all that kind of crazy stuff but that's really where it starts. But anybody can have that. That's what's so cool is anybody can have a say. So if you're like, well, I don't like, you know, I think we're going too far left or too far right or this or that, like you can have a say at that local level. So what you do is find your county party website. 
Um, hopefully they all have a website. Some I think still have some like GeoCities type, you know, scary websites with a guy holding the thing saying under construction. But and then you change them. that. If you if you see yes. that, you change yes. it. Everybody yeah, listen to me. It's up you to reach you. out to your county yeah. and you say, hey, I can make a website or I can do something like that or I can set up an Instagram account yeah. for us. And they will love it. But so that's what you do. You go to your county website. They'll have the information posted. Um, fill that out, be involved. Um, you know, that's where you get to say, that's where people can decide if they want to vote for me for a chairman of the county party or not, or, um, you know, that's where they can, they can actually help write the platform or be involved. So it's, it's really simple, but it's very complicated for people. And another way that I'm making it easier for people to get involved, because I've just realized it's harder for people to get involved on my campaign website, I've actually put a tab of get involved and I have a Google listing for all of our existing committees. So if you wanna be on the public, public relations committee or if you wanna be on the outreach committee or if you wanna be a college mentor, um, college Republican mentor, literally there is a link that you can click on it and it goes to a Google form and you can fill out your information. Oh. I wanna make it as easy for people to say, this is something that I might have a talent in and I even have a section for if there's something that doesn't identify that you think you're good at. I, I tell people, you know, if, if you want to be a treasurer, if you want to be a, on PR committee, or if you want to make paper, uh, you know, origami elephants on behalf of the Republican Party, <laughs> we will find a place for you to make origami elephants on behalf of the Republican Party. Or you can sing and want to sing the Star Spangled Banner at events or things like, I mean, any sort of random talent or way that you want to contribute your treasure or your time, we will find a way to do that, but we've got to make it easier. So on my campaign website, mech-gop.com, you can fill that out and that way we can plug you in with exactly what you want to do for the party. I love that. That is so great. Um, wow. That's, I mean, and making sure everybody gets involved is I think really what it's all about because we can't sit here and like my biggest thing is like I hate when people complain and we've talked about this Vic and I have talked about this I hate when people complain yes. and then you ask them what they did and well I um I made some Facebook posts yeah exactly yes. I had Facebook <laughs> arguments right and it's like yes. oh, how many doors did you hit how many steps did you get yeah, I, on door? yeah. exactly yeah exactly. and I yeah I said that to people before and people just get really like well I um I but it's like if you don't do anything don't you cannot complain and this is a very easy way to find something and I mean you know not everybody is going to be as amazing as Sarah clearly this is above <laughs> and beyond but if you don't have someone like that you be that person like you you see it can be done so do it like this is a time I think where we are really going to see a lot of leaders we're going to see people who um, really will take the initiative to go and to do something and like now more than ever is the time and also to to me in my head I feel like it's even easier if someone already doesn't do it because you can create it to be however you want so there's no yeah. reason to start your own party because you have something right here that we can work and we can grow especially in Met County like we really I mean I had no idea like I knew it was low but I didn't know it was that low <laughs> yeah. um so like we really have some stuff we can work on and like this is the time for us to really go and we can all be a part of something there is something for all of us to do and these tiny things are what's going to make a difference because I think Vic might have said it earlier part of the thing is getting turnout so when 2022 comes, like we really like, if we can get people turned out and we can sh 
uh, share on social media. We can spread the word. We can talk about how important it is. And that's something I want to do in my personal life to make sure that I'm always going to be talking about when it gets closer, how important um, showing up is because I mean primaries what is the percentage of people that come out and vote in primaries I'm sure not a lot I mean I'll tell you municipal elections which are happening this year I think Guilford County last one which was 2017 had about 10 percent of voter turnout yeah, I mean, for municipal crazy. elections yeah. and they're the yeah. ones making decisions on our cities like that affects you like, today our yeah. homicide rate in Greensboro last year was I think 64 homicides and mm-hmm. our city council didn't do anything about it. Yikes. So don't get yeah. ticked off about the city council if you're not going out to vote for your city council. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing is just getting people to know, like, so people know. I didn't know anything, what she said about the precincts. I had no idea about that. So now everyone listening, now you know. So now you can do better. Now you know. Now you share this episode. Now you share this mm-hmm. clip and share it with your friends, share it with your family. Like now that you know, we have to do something. Like we can no longer sit back and let other people do it. And like also too, this is just a little talk to the Christians. One of the things that I think we need to work on as Christians is making sure that we understand like God gave us this land. Like, so we have, um, we have to be good stewards over it. So sitting back and saying, I don't want to be involved is not being a good steward. We have this opportunity to do something to make a difference, especially in our local levels. Mm -hmm. Like right now is the time to do something right now. And if you don't have enough time, you can make time for something small. You know, we're not saying go out and run for president. No one's saying that that is, mm-hmm. if you want to do that though, more power to you. But like what we're saying, it's just something small, like doing something because if everybody does a little bit of something, we can make a change. Yeah. Just show up to one meeting, go door knock once a quarter. Yeah. Um, you can, I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. phone calls. You can, yeah. You can spend 30 minutes to an hour phone calling. Like that's it. Like you really, you don't have to be overly involved. Like me, Mal, and Sarah are. Yeah, <laughs> like, but to, to be, consume your life. But. Yeah, but yeah. to be honest, like when we talked a couple, uh, this is a couple months ago about like yeah. getting involved. We're tired. The volunteers are tired. We need more help because we're mm-hmm. tired. And um, yeah, I mean, whatever your skill set is, believe me, we'll find a way to use that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's the biggest misconception is that we don't have a role for you and that you have to be asked, but that's farthest from the truth. I want us to be as open. I want us to be as transparent. I want us to have, you know, everybody involved if there is a way. But I will also say that um, I spent, I jokingly say that I spend all my time on the weekends at Lowe's and Home Depot buying fencing uh, supplies because I'm constantly dealing with people that I'm mending fences and tearing, they're tearing them down and we're (laughs) mending them back up. And so I've thought of this, you know, we're at a county of 163,000 plus Republicans. You know, we spend so much time in a circular firing squad and and we're such a minority party that we're always dealing with drama or whatever. And there's so many exciting new people that sometimes you have to cut the cancer to save the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. And so I want positive people that have great ideas that you can be critical. You can question your legislators. You can call your congressman and say, I, you know, you shouldn't support this. That's fine. But, you know, imagine if we had so many positive, excited people, what a face we could give for the party. Yep. Yeah. 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 Sarah, <laughs> do you have anything else? Any other words of wisdom you want to give to our group? 
just get involved. I mean, honestly, find a, find a leader. Um, always, always just be willing to do that. Um, you know, research the candidates, get to know, um, you know, there are great auxiliary clubs usually in your area. If not, start one. Um, you know, if you say, if you find a need that you think is missing, get a hold of your county party leadership. Um, if the chairman doesn't get back to you, go down the list and keep finding somebody that will get back to you, but show up to the meetings, get involved. I promise you that you are valued and that your voice will be heard. Such good advice. Yes. Thank you so, so much. This was great. Um, I learned a lot. I hope everybody listening learned something. And I, I think that, um, I think we all can do something. I, yep. I'll leave it at that. I think we Everyone all can, can do, do something. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we have the oomph we need. Yep. That's right. Mal, do you have anything else for us? Um, no. Everyone just remember to um, sign up and register for our virtual summit March 27th. You guys, it'll be a great kickoff to whatever, uh, however you're going to be involved in the party. I think this will be a good, a good kickoff. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. You ready to close out? Yeah. So thanks everybody for listening and you have a good rest of your day. Thanks guys. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.